And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Outside the Shoe, doing things a little bit differently this week, where we will just discuss one sport this week. Men's lacrosse is going to be on tap, as it's a very big game for the Buckeyes this week, traveling to the UM Lacrosse Stadium in Ann Arbor, a Friday, April 26, 6 p.m. start time on ESPNU, a monumental game for the Buckeyes if they win and Johns Hopkins loses. The Buckeyes will be punching their ticket to the Big Ten Tournament. If Johns Hopkins wins, Ohio State will be left out. But I will not be doing this show alone. Meredith Hine is in here to talk about men's lacrosse and preview this game uh, from all angles. Meredith, how are you doing today? Awesome. How are you? Very good. Uh, for Ohio State, as we're going get, to get this thing going right now. Ohio State on the season, 8-3 and three overall. The Michigan Wolverines, not as good as the Buckeyes. They are 3-9 and nine overall. 0-4, winless in the Big Ten. But as we know from other sports, football, basketball, men's lacrosse too, defense wins games, defense can win championships. So Meredith, going up against the Wolverines, who is the star the Buckeyes need to ensure they get this victory and keep their Big Ten tournament hopes alive? Sure. So I'd say that first and foremost, Ryan Tarafanko, who's actually a midfielder, was just named a 2019 Tawaraton nominee earlier this week. Um, congrats to him, certainly. He's been a major uh, player on defense um, for Ohio State throughout his career, especially from the midfield. Um, in terms of others who are going to be playing a major role on defense, uh, Matt Borges continues to provide that anchoring force for the Buckeyes. This season, he's had 15 caused turnovers. That's the most on the team, but the flip side of that is he has also had the most penalty minutes on the team. This could be his last game as a Buckeye, hopefully not. Um, so he's certainly going to want to bring it home uh, for a strong performance this weekend. In addition to Tarafanko, there are some senior captains on this squad. In the last game Ohio State played, a tough loss to Maryland uh, last week in Ohio Stadium. A really tough 10-9 loss to the number two team in the country. Could it absolutely help their chances going into the Big Ten tournament, but things are not lost. The Buckeyes ranked number 10 this week, but with a senior day spoiled at home, to get that win on the road at Michigan would be absolutely huge. There's four senior captains on the defense. Do you expect the defense, and the, actually the whole team in general, to really be upset, be motivated to get this win against a rival? Definitely. As you mentioned, like this isn't just a loss. This is a heart loss that really, really stings. Um, we already talked about the importance that Borges is going to play in his final regular season game. But yeah, this loss is just going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. It's the last home game of your career. And it was so, so close, you know, coming back in the second half, ultimately losing in overtime. But coming back, beating a rival on the road can certainly make that a little bit sweeter. I mean, absolutely, Meredith. A rivalry matchup for Ohio State with Michigan. The Buckeyes, they've, they've done well overall against the Wolverines. But things that when we look at the, the earlier in the season, we look at earlier contests for Ohio State, they've been on the losing end of just some really tough games. Uh, after they got that big win at Notre Dame back at the end of March, an overtime win 11-10, they lost to Rutgers by eight, their biggest loss of the season. And then after that, they lost by five to Penn State on the road. And then they had the overtime loss with Maryland. But they did beat Johns Hopkins in a close contest uh, the middle part of April 14-13. But doing the math, their Ohio State's dropped three of their last four. All three of those losses are the only losses they've had all season. But what, I'm, what I've noticed a little bit is in these close games – Ohio State, the thing that 
both sides can tilt back and forth. They have the close wins with Notre Dame and Johns Hopkins, but they've lost to Maryland, and Rutgers and Penn State have run away with games uh, down at the end. Going into this game with Michigan, what can this Ohio State team do differently in this week if this game comes down to the wire? Sure. So one of the big struggles that the Buckeyes had last week um, were really mainly due to turnovers and bad shots. Um, And as I mentioned before, that was very much a first half issue that they had. Um, And they certainly can't get away with that against a team like Maryland, the second ranked team in the country. Um, The Buckeyes really need to carry that same intensity and sense of urgency that they have in some of these scrappy second half matchups throughout the whole game. Absolutely. Ohio State 7-0 against the Maize and Blue since Michigan went into the D1 program listings in 2012. Four senior classes have gone undefeated against Michigan. So, in a way, this is kind of a very important game for Big Ten tournament hopes, but also to keep up this streak against Michigan. It's just not the football team getting victories against the Wolverines. Men's lacrosse has done well, too. And even last year when the games was, it was the Buckeyes, uh, an 8-5 victory, went on a 4-1 run in the third quarter, they still got the victory. But if things got close and maybe if that mentality slipped into their minds that we could lose this game, that would be very bad for the Buckeyes, good for Michigan, which is not good at all. Uh, Offensively, (laughs) though, Ohio State, to avoid that kind of a letdown, they have a star player that can score and do a little bit of everything. But from your perspective, Meredith, why is Trey LeClaire the real deal for Ohio State this year? So he's really been the real deal for Ohio State since he was a freshman three years ago. Um, he's been the team's leading scorer uh, for the past three seasons. He had 49 goals as a true freshman, for goodness sakes. Um, but the first thing that sets him apart really from others uh, is purely physical. He's a massive person. Um, he's 6'2", 205, um, and that's not a typical build for a lacrosse attackman. Um, but along with his size are his great mechanics. Um He has outstanding accuracy um, and speed on his shots, and that really comes from uh, just being a really solid shooter. And absolutely, you hit the nail on the head there, uh, Meredith LeClaire. 37 points already. Ohio State offensively, when they need their goals, he's been their go-to guy in the Big Ten. He's getting 3.09 goals per game. That's good enough for third in the conference. Uh, When you have that kind of scoring output, good things generally happen for Ohio State. That's why they're a top-10 team right now. But... Uh, LeClaire isn't the only member of the squad that can put up decent numbers. Freshman Jack Myers has done some work too, hasn't he? Uh, He definitely has. So he grabbed our attention with his seven goal performance against Bucknell, I think in week four of this year. Um, And while he hasn't had quite that level of production uh, since we moved on to conference play, he certainly has had a positive impact for the team. Last week in the loss to Maryland, he had one goal and three assists. But, you know, while LeClaire and Myers are getting a lot of the credit, um, as they very much deserve, two other players, Jack Jasinski and Jackson Reed, continue to generate offensive production for the Buckeyes. And having that myriad of weapons available is what really is going to shut down Michigan's defense. Absolutely. I think shutting down the Michigan defense has to be key. Shutting down the offense has to be key, too. Michigan, even though they, they don't have a great record, we know Ohio State, Michigan, in all sports, both these teams, regardless of what kind of the sports being played, whether it's football, basketball, lacrosse, softball, these teams generally bring it. But with that being said, Michigan, they don't have a Trey LeClaire per se, but they do have their own star in the fold. Michigan, even though they haven't done well this season, they, every team generally has a star on their squad. 
And in these kind of games, the star can come up with big points, goals, assists, shots on goal, you name it. For Ohio State to avoid this upset from Michigan, how do they shut down their star Alex Bukanavich? Yeah, so he's definitely been a bright spot for the Wolverines. He scored three goals apiece against Maryland and Notre Dame this season, um, and he's been averaging two goals and one and a half assists overall. And yeah, last year he did score once against the Buckeyes as a freshman, um, so he's been familiar with this game, and he's been familiar with being able to score and produce in this game. Honestly, the best way to shut him down is to make sure he doesn't get the ball in the first place, and that's a very real possibility for Ohio State. Michigan is only winning about 35% of their faceoffs, um, so Ohio State has a huge opportunity to capitalize and control the pace throughout. Absolutely, Meredith. Controlling the pace is going to be huge. We mentioned this before, Ohio State undefeated against Michigan, but the Wolverines, if they come out with just a little bit of fire, especially being at home, Buck and Navich and this Michigan Wolverine squad could give Ohio State a run for their money. But with a run for their money, Ohio State can do the same thing. They're coming off that loss at home to Maryland on senior day. So looking at both these teams, we've previewed a decent amount of both of these teams already. Going into this this Friday evening contest, Meredith, give us a few keys to the game that you see for Ohio State in this contest. Sure. So like I said before, the first thing is keep it clean. Uh, they have to avoid the turnovers that cost them the game against Maryland. Yeah, so like I said before, Ohio State has to keep it clean. They have to avoid the turnovers that cost them the game against Maryland. Michigan causes more turnovers than any team in the Big Ten, um, averaging about nine caused turnovers per game. Second big thing is leveraging all of their offensive weapons. So being able to break away just from LeClaire and Meyer and really incorporate Jasinski and Reed into the offense as well. And finally, like I just mentioned, controlling from the draw. Justin Ignacio is winning greater than 60% of his attempts, um, which is really pretty good. But he's also going to be up against uh, Michigan, who's one of the worst um, face-off teams in the NCAA. Uh, in fact, uh, their primary face-off man is only averaging about 24% face-offs this year. Um, so that's going to be a huge opportunity, like I said, for Ohio State to be able to really control the pace of the game from the start. All right, once again, Meredith Hine giving us the men's lacrosse breakdown this week between the Wolverines and the Buckeyes. Ohio State-Michigan will be playing in a Big Ten contest Friday, April 26, 6 p.m., if you're trying to catch the game on TV, you can. ESPNU will be carrying the game. So once again, Friday at 6 p.m. on ESPNU, it will be Buckeyes, Wolverines renewing their rivalry on Friday night. Meredith, thanks again. Thank you. All right, everybody, thanks again for listening to this week's edition of Outside the Shoe. I'm Jeff Hammersley. Meredith Hine with us this week to talk about men's lacrosse. We'll catch you next time.